Have you ever heard a strange noise in the middle of the night? Ever seen something you couldn't quite explain? What's that? Ever been visited by a loved one in a dream? What are you? Psychic mediums Katie Manning and Michelle Lyons Polito talk about it all. Welcome to the Psychic on the Scene podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another amazing, exciting episode of Psychic on the Scene. And here with me, as always, my amazing friend and producer, co-host, D. Scott. Hi there. And my other amazing friend and co-host, um, psychic medium, Michelle lyons Polito. Hey, everyone. And we do not have a guest on tonight. Actually, Michelle is going to be our guest tonight. Um, and Michelle is going to discuss with us um, basically like the art of feng shui. And I don't think we've ever, we've mentioned feng shui, but I don't think we've talked on a show. If we yeah. did, I th- I would hope our producer would say we already did that. Um we have so because I, I kept searching for a feng shui practitioner, like someone certified in feng shui to come and talk to us because I use it every day. And so I finally said it's really powerful tool. Um, I just need to get this out of the way. Mm-hmm. Everybody feng feng shui tonight. So it's all I keep thinking. Every time I think feng shui, that's what I think of. Um had, had, See, we now done, it's be- had we done an episode in the past, I would have mentioned uh, uh, the fact that I don't know how to spell it, and I'm the one that has to title everything. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's and I know I've never had to spell it, so we've never done it. You've done a very good job up to this point with all the hard words. Um, so, Michelle, um, with the advent of, you know, tomorrow is the full moon the worm full moon Mm -hmm. this could not be airing at a better time so um because you know with the full moon we need to purge and clear Mm -hmm. and um make our space um so that it attracts and manifests the things that we want in our lives and i have that in my notes right here make (laughs) see how psychic i am you are so psychic Woo-hoo. Yeah, make room for new and better energy. And nice. And I can tell you, I first started um, my interest in feng shui uh, probably as a teenager. I, I saw it on some movie or something, and I got a book out of the library. Before, you know, this is before Google or the internet, and I, and I just found it really interesting. <clears throat> but back then, there wasn't much out about the easy form, easier form of feng shui. There was more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There main, two main forms: there's tra- traditional feng shui which is compass feng shui, in which you use the compass to basically figure out which direction your house is facing, and then you arrange things in your home according to the to the compass. And the Bagua map is a map that you overlay over your home to, to that kind of divides your home into certain areas. And so, oh, wow. Yes. And I, I gave that's I sent that to D and it's I've got a picture of it. I'm showing you guys and the people listening are saying I can't see it. This is amazing because th- th- what I use is black hat feng shui, not the traditional. Traditional is amazing, and I would love to find someone to train with, but it is so complex. And that Bagua map is more um, like a, a hexagon, no, an octagon, an octagonal map. And our houses are all square and rectangular. So with black hat feng shui, the map is a square or rectangle. And so I shared it. Um, I think, Dee, you're going to put it on our uh, podcast. Yep, our link. Yep. Our link. Yep. And so what you do is you stand holding the map at your front door. And that's 
with the black hat feng shui, you stand at the front door looking in as though you're ringing your own bell. Uh, and the beautiful okay. and I should have written on this, um, the career, it says career and life path, water, black, glass and mirrors. That is where your front door is. So mm. the front door is there and I'll, you know, maybe write on it and resend it. So you're standing there, you're holding the map and if you're holding against your belly, the career and life path is like by your belly button. And so this is the overlay of your house. And mm. it's divided into six areas. <clears throat> Most people are concerned with, with two main areas. The back, if you're standing at your front door, looking in, ringing your doorbell, back left corner is the prosperity corner. And that's represented by the color purple, the color gold, and anything to do with money. So... If you want to paint your room purple, <laughs> the back left-hand corner room, uh, I, I have a gold vase that I spray painted purple on the outside. I put some coins in there mm. like that. And I also, I should take a picture of it. I have um, a, uh, a tarot card, and I don't even know which one, in a gold frame up on a little altar with the Buddha with the coins on him in this corner. Oh, per Perfect. Does. Well, and the other thing is it kind of puts your own spin Yes. your own energy into that. So just kind of go backward a little bit. Yes. Please tell our listeners, Michelle, the definition of the word feng shui. Okay. Feng shui is the Chinese art of placement. And it's placing things and people and energy systems in your house for maximum flow of positive benefit. Beautiful. Feng shui is. And one of the first premises of feng shui is kind of a Marie Kondo thing. She's Japanese, but um, <clears throat> what she does is you clean out the clutter. Clutter is the worst thing for the flow yep. of chi or ki um, around your home and property. And even right down to, I used to do this, I used to feng shui my computer at work. If things weren't moving for me during my single days, um, what I would do is I'd go on and clear out my emails. Within 15 minutes, I swear to God, something would move. And you know, it's interesting you say that about the, I talk a lot about purging during the full moon and new moon. And, um, but especially in your, if you're trying to attract or manifest in your life, you cannot attract or manifest in your life. If there are things that are holding space, if there's objects, people thinking, Yes. Um, and yes. one of the best ways to start that is, of course, we use our phones all the time, which is, yes. you know, a handheld computer. Clear out your phone, clear out old text messages, um, old relationships, um, old out. photos. Yeah, get them out. Get, get it out. And the same thing with the, the computers. It works really, really well. It does. So, and it's, it's immediate. I find that it's immediate. And then the, um, the other area that everyone thinks about is the relationship area of our home. Mm -hmm. that, if you're ringing your own doorbell, back right-hand corner of your house. And when I say corner, it's the inside corner. So whatever room is in the back right-hand sector of your house, that is your relationship room. And that's represented by the color of pink in pairs of things. Pairs oh, you told me that. So what do I have in my, you know, I've got my radio there, but I have two pink candles. I have blown glass swans, you know, and it's it's little. I don't like anything really gaudy. And their necks are forming a heart together. And have rose quartz, two nice chunks of rose quartz touching. And that's oh. huge. And I, I use, there are crystals that, that you can use 
with the you know with the related color so rose quartz is great for the love area prosperity and the, the purple amethyst and in the middle back straight back at the back of your house that's your fame and reputation and i had learned about this and it's represented by pointy objects like triangles uh red and fire so in our house i moved into ha this house what 18 years ago and our straight back, we have a blue bathroom, a blue bathroom, and a litter box downstairs. So that's all water. That puts out fire. So what did I Interesting. do? I got rid of all the blue in the bathrooms. We have red bathroom rugs, red shower curtains. I had my my little guy uh, draw pictures, paint pictures of volcanoes, frame those, put them in, anything red. I have sailboat decals on my window. They're a red sail, so it looks like it's just a little nautical thing. It is feng shui, and plus I have uh, garnet stones on the windowsill. And also, too, I've got to think with that. So that wouldn't be my choice of, of thing, but it's your choice. It right. has to do probably with the intention it's of like basically it giving right about it giving you joy. Yes. So you look at that and say, "I love those red sails. I have to have that up in there." Yes. And yep. but a, a beautiful thing is like, say that you don't want red triangles all over the, the fame area of your home. You have some pictures hanging up, get some nice red a cardstock, cut a triangle out, put it on the back of the picture. The intention is there. You know it's there. It's still going to work. I feng shui'd our bathrooms in our fame area and the litter box area. And my husband came home from work and said, oh, my God, <clears throat> I think I'm getting a raise. It was instantaneous. This stuff happens. So. I can't say enough about it. And, and going way back, my first experience with the relationship area, I was married to my ex-husband and I wanted things to get better between us. So we owned a house that was built in 1899. So I figured out, oh my God, the relationship area is the back stairwell leading to, to the dark, dingy basement. Oh, Not good. So I got one of those uh, faceted crystal balls like people hang out the rear view mirrors. And I got one in pink. Amazon, you can get anything like this on Amazon right? or any of the, the crystal shops that we talk about. But I hung that crystal in the back stairwell. I was divorced in a year. So it works. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the right relationship. So it, it's, it's, be careful. What you, what you I'm going to give you a little call out. Yeah. You told me um, in my room. You said, um, well, do you have, you were there at the house and you said, well, you don't, you have the right stuff, but you don't have it in pairs. And I'm like, what? And you said, you should have two of everything. You should have two sets of pillows. You should have, yes. you know, if you're trying to attract that, two, you know, the two candles and everything. Mm -hmm. And I was like, huh. And I forgotten about it for a long time mm -hmm. after you had been over to the house mm -hmm. and um, obviously didn't have anybody for quite some time. And then, um, right around just before I met Jimmy, um, I did some of those things. Like I went through the house and I was cleaning things out and I was like, Oh, wait a minute. I can pair this up. I'm going to put a couple of pairs in the, in the room yes. with, with the crystals it. and things like that. And it worked. It's it worked. Amazing. So timing is probably everything, but it definitely worked. Do you started to say something? What were you saying? Me? Yes. Yeah, I thought you said something. Oh no, 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 nothing. I was just smiling at Michelle's dog in the background. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he steals the show every time. I saw, every time. I saw his head pop up, and he kind of was—I I was yawning, but looked like he was smiling, and then gave <laughs> Michelle a little doggy hug, saying, "Thank you for rescuing me." And <laughs> here we go today. We, we scooped oh, her wow. up. 
I saw that. I saw that. So cute, Bella. Um, So with this, you know, because it ties in with everything we do paranormally. Oh, yeah. um, So does the feng shui help open or close doors? Like when we talk about Mm -hmm. areas like, right, astrology uh, or astrological doorways in homes. Mm -hmm. So talk to us about that and how that works. Um, Hold on. She's got a squeaky toy. I'm going to shut the door. There we go. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, yes, because when you feng shui your home and your life, you open up areas. It's, it's kind of like the house is stale, like you burnt bacon or something. You open up all the windows, it moves it out. So it, it allows the energy of what you I need to come into the house. And when I feng shui a room, I very often, I use kind of a mixture of my own smudge. I use white sage, sweet grass, and Palo Santo shavings. And I use a smudge bowl. I don't use a smudging wand. And I smudge the heck out of that room with the windows open because it really moves the energy. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really important to do this to every, with every full moon in the four corners of the seasons too. The equinox. I agree with that. I agree. Um, or anytime it moves you, like where you're having a really doldrum week yeah. and, and you feel like, okay, I got to get some energy moving. The energy and and yeah. yeah and and cleared out because I know that there's some places like we talk about clearing the location and it seems like until a home is completely in some ways um, kind of like reclaimed and re um, designed maybe to that new other user but mm-hmm. you everybody knows the house on the street that either every person that moves in gets a divorce and you're literally watching, like waiting for the first sale sign because it's the same house in the neighborhood that keeps turning over tragically. Like you want to go over and go, Oh, good luck with you. (laughs) Um, And those are the houses houses that I love when uh, like a realtor will have me clear. And I will say, Oh geez. I quite honestly, I worked with quite a few realtors doing clearings and saying, Hey, if you want this house to have a good feel, Okay, there's the love area. It might be green or whatever. Put two pink candles on the table. Say it's a dining room. Anything like that, because when people walk in, they're going to feel that flow. Nice. So back in the day, um, I think it was more of a Victorian. I mean, there's a lot of things Victorian that they did. um, And it's kind of tied in. One of them was that where they would do the blessing, they would put the shoe in the wall. Yes. So yeah. is that in any way correlate? Is that just like an an old myth, or is or connected to old superstition, I or is that in some way done? Um, I, I think it's kind of like um, a Victorian feng shui type of intention. It's about making it our home. But I have had problems clearing houses with shoes in the wall. Yep, me too, and. That's usually the houses that are the most haunted, but mm-hmm. yep. a couple of them, when they refinished the house, um, they took it out of the wall and like literally contacted me later and said, you know, we found a shoe in the wall. It was really weird. And a couple of coins and we took them out and got rid of them. And I always get like a, Oh, yeah. when I feel, because mm-hmm. sometimes it creates that same thing like it creates a doorway or an opening stirs um, things up yeah yeah that has to be because i think to myself there's so many different on different cultures and different traditions of things like that that kind of have lost through um oral history or tradition, of, yeah. 
why people do that. The other one I was thinking of as you're talking, I know that there's the use of mirrors with feng shui, correct? Yes. Yep. And mirrors. And, I've got a lot of mixed yeah. feelings about about mirrors. <laughs> okay. You know you do too. Um, I <clears throat> when I clear a house, I mean, very few houses of it have ever not been able to clear completely. Um, and some houses get reinfected, I guess, when when you've got people there who draw stuff in or ghost magnets. But only a couple times have I had such a hard time, and it was always centered around the mirror that the, the people actually um, broke the mirror on purpose and threw it away. Because um, mirrors can um, record, magnify, and then broadcast back out what is in the mm -hmm. mind. If you put a piece of black tourmaline on the mirror, that keeps it clear. I put it on oh. by my TV, by my phone, black tour. That makes a lot of sense. So like um, years ago, mm -hmm. um, Barb gave me for work. Yeah. Um, she gave me black tourmaline and said, just keep it next to your computer. Because mm -hmm. you got a lot of information coming in and out of your computer. Just keep it. And I have to say, it really worked to keep it does. like the crazy away. <laughs> and I love it that anything electrical that stuff comes through. <clears throat> yeah, it definitely helps with that. Or now, what should people? Um, so, so we're standing at the doorway, but yes. if we want to make sure we're attracting uh, in a feng shui manner, good things coming to our door, is there a certain color our door should be? Is there a certain yes. um, object or thing we should have near our front door? By the front door, I highly re recommend uh, you know those big chunks of crystals, a citrine and an amethyst tower either just oh, nice. the door or right outside the door. It's kind of like your pillars of Hercules. It is like, the, it's almost like the metal detector that you have to walk through. It tends to clear the crap off as people walk through. I like <laughs> them outside of the door, but if you need to have them just inside the door, that's fine. And I have little crystals up on the, my door frames right above. Because. Oh, I, yeah, I remember you do. I, have, I haven't had any above the door frames in a while, but it is really helpful. Um, and I use fun tact, you know, like the poster stuff to keep them in place. Cause if you slam the door, they fall down and the dog gets them or, you know, you got babies around, but the front door, say your front door is in the middle of the front of your house. That is your career, career and life path sector of your home. And that's represented by uh, water, by the color mm -hmm. black and glass and mirrors. So, what do we have in my front area? I have a fish tank. And right. And it's important. Fountains by the front door or right outside the front door are really effective. But make sure the water is flowing towards the house, not away, or else the riches will flow away from your home. Oh, interesting. So you know, also flows in. So, okay. <clears throat> what is a mirror? So the, <laughs> going back with the, the other part with the mirrors. Um, I've seen it on some paranormal shows and I've also heard about it in the spiritualist movement. Yeah. Not only do they capture, but they also repel. So there's that, um, a lot of older places, even if you're in places like Salem, you'll look sometimes and hanging in the windows are either like the long mirrored chimes yes, or mm -hmm. they have like the little star mirrors in the corners. And, mm -hmm. and again, it has a very Victorian or colonial feel yes. and it's supposed to reflect that negative energy out it very oh, well yes <clears throat> and that's another co component like if you walk in my front door uh, mirrors work well and so did chimes 
Mm, right. So I'm clearing negative energy. Yeah. Just when period. You, when you walk in my front door, there's stairs. You walk open front door and there are stairs going upstairs, which is like your house as well. And mm -hmm. that and that is not a good flow. So what do we yep. do to, to break the flow? Well, I have a mirror by the front door. I've got two mirrors and that the energy works with the, they're kind of catching each other and reflecting anything negative back out the front on the ones over the fish tank <clears throat> in order to kind of increase the wealth. I have black tourmaline and obsidian over the door for the black water, watery area, but the chimes break the energy. So it doesn't rush up the stairs to the bedrooms. Interesting. Okay. That's really effective. Um, basically, and I knew the, the most interesting place I have feng shui was, was a mausoleum at a local cemetery. I don't know if I should mention the cemetery, but you know what I'm talking about. The, mm -hmm. It was just, and I say this, if you have dust bunnies, you know, everyone's got pets or even just dust, wherever there's stuff collecting, like your pet hair collects, that's where the energy is stuck. Oh, that's fascinating. Okay. So that's where you put chimes. So in this particular mausoleum, there are there's a lot of marble and with the quartz going through it, a lot of angles. I gave them ideas for softening, including the mirrors. Those stick-on mirrors that you can put on your side view mirror. Yep. Stick it right there and that reflects it. And it also, if an area feels cramped, and really use your intuition. See how you feel in an area and say, hmm, do I want a mirror here? It feels it feels boxed in. It feels tight. Does a chime feel good here? Does a mirror feel good here? <clears throat> I think, you know, we get so caught up. Oh, what's the right thing to do? Very often the right thing to do is what you feel is right. If you go in without any expectations right. and just trust your gut instead of overthinking it. I think that's really important. So, um, so with the home, it's something that we can like do an immediate and we probably have to tune into it. Um, like on a, on a pretty regular basis saying, hmm, yes. wouldn't it need to be adjusted or cleared out? And things um, need to be adjusted sometimes. Sometimes you just feel, I don't know if you ever have this experience, you have a crystal somewhere, the crystal feels tired. <laughs> you, just yes. you gave me one that was a grid. Yes. And, it, and that felt like it was, it kept getting, like it was taking in too much. The, mm -hmm. it, was, it, it is beautiful. It's in a bowl. And it's, it's, I get them with that one. If I have it on my desk, or near me too much, it gets depleted. Right. I got to do it. I got to charge it again. And then it feels like, okay, now you're activated again. But it definitely feels like it goes womp, womp. Yeah, it's like, I'm a tired crystal. It's like, and that's a good thing to do tonight with the full moon is, uh, yep. um, I, uh, not, I can't put them all there. My God, <laughs> the window would fall off. I put, <laughs> them, I put them on my windowsill in between my screen and my, you know, double hung window, right in that little ledge. The screen keeps them in, so the squirrels don't take them, but they're out there in the moon, and I leave them in there for 24 hours. Moon, sun, some snow, some rain, they charge beautifully there. A wonderful time I went to a, a church, um, and I had gone there, and the, the minister um, said, well, could you smudge the location? It just feels like it's got old energy and blah, blah, blah. So I was going through, and I was smudging. And I got through the, the church and I kind of like took the smudge and I butted out and I had it in my, 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 my glass bowl and I put it outside the doorstep at the church. Oh, wait, <laughs> we kept smoking. The next thing I'm talking to the minister and we start hearing fire trucks. No. 
Oh, th- this is honest to God, true story. And she and I looked at each other like, oh, we're caught. <laughs> so this other woman who worked in an office who didn't know I was there came running down the hallway of the like the rectory area and said, the church is on fire. The fire trucks are coming. We have to get out. And she and I looked at each other and it was like, so she literally walked outside and was like, oh, God. And she went, no, like that to the fireman. She's like, no, no, we're just, we were burning some incense and it, it got kind of like out of control. But because it was out on the porch and the wind sped up, <laughs> it kind of like took it off. And it, again, it was kind of bad. So, um, yeah, funny story about clearing energy. Just be mindful of your surroundings and, and how it may affect other people. Oh, That's um, a huge point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I was going to ask too. If you go into, say you have a date or you have a business meeting, you're in a location that is not your space. Is there a way to kind of um, modify or feng shui the space that you're in so that it's successful for like whether it's a good date or if it's for, um, Mm -hmm. you know, a business meeting? Okay. What I would do for that, I would Oh, you're going on a date. You, I would take two of the the rose quartz crystals, wa- run them under running water. I would do that kind of like, oh, let's get a fresh start. Dry them off, put them in my left hand pocket, um, <clears throat> or <laughs> in my bra, wherever you right. have a spot to put them. <laughs> right. You know, sometimes you don't have pockets in your fancy clothes. So it's what you're doing is you're bringing the feng shui with you, and mm-hmm. with that, you want a successful relationship. It's not going to turn a bad date into a good date. It will act as a filter. <laughs> and if it's a, if he does not belong, he or she does not belong in your life, it's not going to work. So those stones are doing their job. Now, <clears throat> say that you are having a, a work meeting. Um, one of my favorite stones is the, the onyx or the black tourmaline. That's the color black or silver. So you can even use hematite or hematite. Two in your pocket because you or say there's three of you meeting you and two other people, three in your pocket. Do the same thing. Put the intention on it and put them in, in your left pocket and the left side of your bra, your pocketbook, you know, your briefcase, whatever, because you want to bring that in. Left hand is receiving side and right hand is giving side. Is there a spot at the table? It, I mean, other than sitting at the, like the head of a table, but say you're in a cafe and it's, you know, um, you're meeting somebody, it's, you know, just the two of you, whether it has to do with a meeting or, um, you know, business meeting or with something to do with the relationship. Is there a spot in the restaurant or a position at the table you should sit? Um, <clears throat> have your back to the front door. Really? It's really hard because I like to always face the door. Yes. Well, I have a little, it's, I, as you know, I've worked with um, Jeff DeMarco. Love you, Jeff. Miss you. Um, Jeff DeMarco. He's still alive. I just haven't seen him in a while. Just for (laughs) good friend. And um, I know. um, And he is one of those people, if he's ever gone on a haunting with me or a case, Mm -hmm. he will say, before we get in there, he'll say, I have rules. And one of them is, I need to sit with my back to the wall and facing the door. Yes. And um, Jimmy does that. A lot of men do that. My father does that. Yeah. I, on the other hand, if I go into a restaurant and you and I are going out to lunch or mm-hmm. I am mindful that I can't face the door because it's a little bit like um, 
attention, right. Attention deficit Mm -hmm. that I'm talking to you, but as soon as I see movement, I always pop my head up. It's probably a natural thing, but it minimizes it if I keep my back to the door, but I never would have thought that that would be your position of. Yes. Because you're looking, you're looking in towards the meeting in towards the date. If you're facing the door, already's already heading out. And even if, okay, say that you're holding the meeting, you've set the meeting, you face in. If you're being called to a meeting, you're interviewing, you face the door and have them face you. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. I like that. Is there things like we were talking about putting the the crystals in your body, but are there things you can physically do that feng shui the human body, whether it's through nutrition or um, just basically like self-care? Yeah, absolutely. The most important thing for feng shui in yourself is getting enough sleep. Oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Nothing. Works. I thought you were gonna say say hydrated or you know <laughs> scrub your dirty ass. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, taking a, a shower, you know, whenever you're dirty, and, and definitely drinking <laughs> right. enough. But if you don't have enough sleep, you're and I think it really what it does for me at least it gets my my chakras off balance. Mm, and I had that makes sense. I had an extra meditation. I didn't sleep good last night. I had to bring my mother to a. She needed a tooth extraction and a cleaning, yeah. So it was a difficult day for her. So I was feeling anxiety for her already. So I had to do an extra meditation when I got home just to balance me for this. Gotcha. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. My chakras, some were wobbly, some weren't spinning, some were spinning too slow. One was spinning too fast. So I, I think sleep and, and being well rested is really important. I think meditation is one of the most important things for personal feng shui because it just realigns everything. It gives you introspective time, um, whether you're thinking or not. And, you know, I do TM. I do the transcendental meditation now. Yep. And I love that because you're supposed to think it's effortless and anything that's effortless. I love mm-hmm. like takeout. <laughs> yes, exactly. So much. Oh my God. So, but definitely hydration, staying clean. Uh, sleep is so important and also feeling good about what you're wearing and, and what you're putting in your body. Um, I, you know, process for all the, the usual stuff, Pro- stuff that's not good for you. is not good for you with feng shui as well. Are there certain colors that people should um, wear to, okay, so go through that. Personally, to feng shui yourself with your own body, it's more about your chakra colors. Starting with your base chakra, we are Roy G. Biv, you know, the colors of the rainbow. I highly suggest wearing the chakra colors whenever possible. So just to review for our listeners that don't know the chakras, Red is the root chakra, mm-hmm. yep. the base of your spine. That is actually the connection to earth and actually abundance, like the things you're trying to attract into your life. Right. Um, that's the, the first thing. So that's that. And then the sacral chakra, whether it has to do with um, fertility, mm-hmm. sexuality, that's orange. Mm-hmm. Um, then the next, which is your, your belly. Um, so for people that have like a maybe a tummy that's an imbalance mm-hmm. um yellow is and it's a bright yellow um mm-hmm. that's your sense of knowing so you it's know people say no. you get a gut instinct it's the the yellow uh, um and then um the heart chakra moving up your heart chakra 
is green and it's a bright green. If you're looking for love, you should be infusing that or having pink kind of infused in that, like, you know, little dot of it or whatever, or pin of it. Um, throat chakra is a, like a royal, a bright blue. And that is um, speaking your truth, being creative, basically being the person that you want to be. So that would be really important, like wearing a royal blue or a cobalt blue um, clothing or scarf. If you or sapphire, right. If you were trying to um, basically finally it'd be um, the person that you wanted other people to pay attention to or um, kind of putting it out there about the business and professionally um, what you were looking for, how to get that prosperity. Then the next is your third eye. Mm -hmm. And that is indigo um, for the third eye. And that's your sense of knowing the opening to the mind um, the top of the head um, or going up towards the heavens is white or it's white with silver and gold in that. So if, if that's something that somebody's trying to attract, mm -hmm. they could wear a scarf, they could wear clothing that color um, in correlation with that. And um, that would yeah. help it. And wear red underwear. <laughs> I would say, and yeah. well, they always tell you to do that anyways, yeah. or wear none at all. Especially, yeah, exactly. I just, I just carry my red underwear in a, in a pocketbook and then take it out and put it on the table. This is, <laughs> this is what the deal is. Yeah, this is, this is how this is going down. Um, <laughs> I, did, I did see a bodysuit once, and I, I didn't buy it, and I wish I had, but it's the kind that you snap so you can like go to the bathroom easily. It was the colors of the chakra. It was like a cami bodysuit. And I thought all I can think of is Mr. Goodbody. Do you remember that that show? It was like on PBS, Mr. Goodbody. He was like no. skinny with really curly hair. And he had a full-on body stocking with all of the organs on the body. Oh, I know who you mean. Oh, Mr. Goodbody. And he'd come on and he would talk about his heart. <laughs> Anyways, now I feel like I need to do a deep dive on Amazon and get the body stocking of Mr. Goodbody. <laughs> For Halloween this year, that's yeah. No, just come waltzing in the bedroom for Jimmy. Like, hey, <laughs> it's Mr. Goodbody night. <laughs> you want to see? Yeah, right. <laughs> Check out my kidneys. Oh, <laughs> You're so good. I love. That. I know. I'm sorry. I totally got off track there. Oh, um, so God. wear the color um of the of the things feng shui that you're trying yes. to attract. And, and another um, wonderful thing I like, if you go to like Willetry Wisdom, if you go to Reiki Rocks, um, any of the places that we talk about, you can get these crystal necklaces. It looks like a little round spring and you can change the stones. So say yes. you're on a date, put a rose quartz in there. Say you're going on an interview, you put a like onyx in there. It's whatever you want. Um, say that you're trying to get pregnant green that's the color for family um and that's what this will definitely share this bagua map so people know what we're talking about here that's great for so that too yeah. um has there ever been a time where you have felt like this place is just unable to be feng shui like is there a spot ever that you just can't feng shui it like it's very rare. I know that we can't clear spirits, but every once in a while we'll say, and eh, just not going to happen. Because I don't, yeah, because it's the free will. If they don't want to go, you can't make them. You can try to compel them to go. Um, yes, I have dealt with difficult people that, like a spouse, like they, I will 
go and do a house clearing and or a reading and they want me to do and i'll mention the feng shui and they say oh can you help me with that i'm like well yeah and i have to say again amazon if you go into amazon and put in a uh, feng shui for love area stuff pops up it's wonderful it's hmm. like the most effective and i i got it from my, my youngest it was a piece of green jade in the shape of a leaf and they're mandarin pink rose quartz ducks you sit them on there he started dating his girlfriend first girlfriend who's no longer with but um they're friends uh she, like uh, i think two weeks after he put that in the love area of his room and by the way the bagua map you stand at the front door and you look in but you can also stand in the doorway of each and every room in your house you oh okay so okay that makes a lot of sense yeah, because each room has it's like a miniature version of your house because it's your space. Always start with your bedroom too. And that's and this is a this goes with Marie Kondo too. Clean out the gunk. Go into your bedroom, and this is what she says that the art of tidying up. Take all of your clothes out of the drawers, the closet, pile them on your bed early on a Saturday morning, and you can't go to bed until you go through them all. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, but boy, when you do that and you open that closet and everything's orderly and stuff that you like, it is an amazing feeling. Start How many times have you found something that you thought you lost? Oh, so many. Every time. Oh, Every or something time. that's brand new when you do that and you go, oh my God, I forgot I had this. I really love this. I like this. I want to have yeah. this. So it's, it's like literally refinding your clothes or refinding your style. Um, have you found too? Um, is it where does having like either like your family mantle, you know, your family pictures, oh, yeah. or even having like an altar, where does that tie in? Okay, wisdom, skills, and knowledge. So you're standing oh. looking in your front door. So right in front of you, a black square. The square to the left of the black square is a blue square, and that's wisdom, skills, and knowledge. And that's where you want your altar. And it's okay. Religious or holy people, anything that has meaning for you. Um, I have um, it's a rosary sticker on the window, right behind. Oh, and that they all I that can also fall into on the right hand side. To the right hand side of that uh, black square is a gray square square, and that's helpful people in travel. So for helpful people, I have pictures of ancestors there, and I have another rosary sticker on the window no one ever notices these things and that's part of the the black hat feng shui is you just tuck it in there you don't need a flute hanging in the middle of your dining room with red tassels on it because it might not be what you want you don't need necessarily traditional um feng shui items it can you can make it your own um now family photos okay it's the square between the prosperity the, the money square and between mm -hmm wisdom the blue square so and that's family it's the color green wood so have a nice wood table with family photos that is a wonderful spot for them now the health is the section is the the section right in the middle like the brady bunch right in the middle there and that's <laughs> and it's earth and it's clear so clear quartz citrine um it's rates ours in our house it's like this uh recessed area in between where all the, the rooms come together, I have a citrine faceted crystal hanging. So it's just the, when the cellar door opens up, it just clears it. And you can't tell, but it's painted with a little bit of citrine dust in it in yellow. Oh, awesome. Activate that area. 
And we stopped getting struck constantly when I did that. Now, to the right of the, the, the health area, between the, the relationship area and the gray, so between pink and gray, is creativity and children. That's white and metal and shells, like a seashell. So, and that is, I've got some shells sitting on. Right. Unless the cats knock them off. And now here's another great thing you can do for all of this. Mm -hmm. Um, Even when you're doing like altars and stuff, you can have little kids involved. And you can have them, like you said, like have you had D make red paintings, but you can have kids doing crafts. Mm-hmm. And then that it's the same thing. It's that happy energy. Yes. And it's putting all, it's not just your energy and then everybody else is entering. If you're living, you know, with family members that you can have everybody's bits and pieces kind yes. of connected um, within the space, not just their messes, but their, their creativity and their joy, their happiness and, and in the space. And you can have them involved in it. And I, I do definitely do that with kids in their bedrooms too. It's like, oh, can can you paint like on oh, this area? What about a nice, a pretty picture with two pink hearts? Can you draw that? And then put it in a frame. Voila! It's a little miniature work of art that really activates that area. And it might not be like for a little kid or a relationship. It's that's more like a friendship, right? Or self love. Self love, love within family, and that's you want that fostered in that children, and they they, they deserve it, and they should have it. So I always say, this is yours. You can have this. And uh, the people that that like I went and I did a, a woman's house. I cleared it. I did a you know if I do an onsite clearing, it's a clearing in a mini reading. So you know yeah. boots on the ground clearing. And I also said, okay, now you can function this area. The husband was so against it. And he finally stormed out and she said, I don't care. Let's, let's do it. So I got these two little angels that I happened to have. I saw them on, on uh, Amazon on sale and they're like an inch and a half tall uh, rose quartz angels. I said, here, put these in the love area. The love area, the relationship area happened to be their bedroom. Oh. He, was ha- he was having an affair. Of course he was. <laughs> he was fighting that energy. So she activated those. I think she put them in her drawer of her dresser and um, she intercepted a text and that marriage ended. And I, I mean, she's, she's much happier. Not that we're telling people that that's like what's going to happen, but no, it's, no, it's no. really interesting how it correlates. I understand exactly that once you start to be intentional about the energy, mm-hmm. it's amazing what actually bubbles up. And by the way, she probably always knew something psychically was happening. And that's why she was like, yeah, we're going to do this anyways. Let's see what happens. Her gut knew she just needed something else to bring it more to the surface for her. Substantiate it. Um, So is this kind of tied into, you know, they always used to say in magic, witchcraft, um, as well as like hoodoo, to put certain things under the bed. So is that yes. in correlation with a feng shui or a blessing as well? Yes. Yep. With feng shui, you should have nothing under your bed. Ah. Because it allows everything to flow. And interesting, you, you bring up the bed. This is really important because, you, you know, you're supposed to, you know, wash your sheets regularly. Um, we have a king size bed. And mm-hmm. our um, the box springs are twin size box springs. Because it's almost impossible to get a box spring, a king size box spring, up any staircase. So when you think about it, there's two separate beds that are hidden under the king size mattress. That's not good feng shui. So what do we do? 
<laughs> I, I put, um, it's a red, I bought a red um, uh, mattress cover, put that over it, that seals it into one. Red is a power color for all of feng shui. Like anytime you hang a crystal, one of those faceted crystal, use some red, um, like silk thread. That's because it's a power. It energizes it. It powers it because it's coming from the earth, like our root chakra. So wow, I married those two <laughs> twin size box springs together. And then they're inside one of those allergy zipper bags <laughs> because. But you know what? What a great solution. That's a, that you're taking things practically that you already have. Yes. And you're saying, okay, we can remedy. We can fix that. So you had said to me. <laughs> Back at the the house when I was married, that my bed was in the wrong spot. Yes, um, I believe it was in the corner. Could you see the door? Yes. Okay, I'm trying to think where your bed was back then. But it's was it against um, the back of the house, or was it a? Yeah, it was against the back of the house in the corner. Yeah, because it, it didn't have good flow. Yep. Yep. And um, that was evident <laughs> in so many levels. But I thought that that was a fascinating thing. Um, you know, and it, what's funny is my, my daughter, I can hear her voice out in the other room. Um, she's one of those ones that'll go, listen, we got we to gotta clear everything out. We're going to move everything around. And then all of a sudden it feels like um, very manically, but it's around this time, like, you know, the new moon, full moon. Yeah. And when she does it, it definitely has a completely different energy flow. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's truly, truly amazing. Because, you know, as a mom, especially a working mom, you get kind of like, yeah, I'm not moving anything. <laughs> I can stay there forever. <laughs> but I did find when I, back way back in the day, before Sarah was even born, um, I had started my own business and it was a cleaning business. And so when you go into other people's homes, yeah. You can see almost everything that they're doing wrong. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you can stand at a doorway and you can go, well, why don't we do it like this, this, and this? Because you're, you're not living in the space. Exactly. So you're not married to, you know, the little dresser over there or that over there. And you're like, no, let's clear that out and clean yeah, that off. And we can this do much money or that belongs to an ancestor or God knows what. Right. So you move it around yes. and I would have to, that was one of the good, the props about doing that is I would come home and I would look at my space as if I was a hired cleaning person or a hired organizer mm. rather than being lazy about it. And I would look at the room and I'd be like, what, what are the things I do? And I always do everything. I know that this is part of it too. I would do it clockwise and I clean clockwise in every room. I, I smudge that. like that as well. Mm -hmm. And that way you're, you're like kind of removing everything. What kind of what you said, and you're putting it on the bed or putting it in the middle of the room, you're clearing it off clockwise. And yes. then only what goes back is what needs to go back. Yes. And it's so feel it immediately. Yep. It, it definitely has that, and that you're cleaning like the baseboards, the top of the windows mm -hmm. and going through and doing that. And then I am a, a big, um, believer in using the like you use a lot of essential oils in your cleaning in your home and i believe in using organic mm -hmm. um cleaners. materials cleaners for that either self-made or um ones you can get like at whole foods or trader joe's or even you know the aisle at hannaford um so no, some things are deceptive a lot of things are deceptive that you think are holistic or organic oh, yeah. um great out you're, you're great with 
Yeah, they're really good. A method is another really good mm, one. Yeah. Um, if you're in um, Whole Foods 365, um, yeah. Jimmy and I are, are obsessed with um, an app in case any of our listeners um, are into this. We've been using the app. Uh, it's, I'm probably mispronouncing it, but it's Yuka, Y-U-K-A. And you use the, Sarah got me hooked on it because I kept saying to her, I'm, again, talk about kind of feng shui. I said, I'm worried about using toxic things on my skin as I'm trying to, you know, detoxify my life and detoxify, you know, everything. I'm, I'm worried about using deodorants and products like that. And she said, oh, you know, Sophie and I use this app and it's called Yuka. And you, you just take the, it's like a scanning, like a barcode scanner. Yeah. on your phone, hold it up and it rates it. And it's rated like you can tap on it and it will tell you like, say it says poor or bad. It yeah. will tell you all the hazardous or harmful ingredients in that particular product or why it was labeled that way. Some of them, it's just because like, say you go to do like a creamer and it doesn't say anything other than it's really high in sugar. Then you're kind of like, Oh, I can do with that. <laughs> I can be okay. Yeah, I can be okay with that for you know a couple mornings. But absolutely. It's a, it's a, it's another thing. Like if you're really trying to clear out and like kind of purify your life. Obviously, nothing is a hundred percent. But in a world of of things that we are that are mysterious or that we've been consuming <laughs> since the seventies and didn't realize we were consuming since the seventies, it's yeah. kind of a nice a nice yeah. extra you know perk. <laughs> Oh, to use God. that stuff. Um, so you've had times where people are not on the same page with that. Have you had somebody that intentionally put a negative feng shui in somebody's home? Um, yes. Negative. And I, I don't think they meant it as a negative function. No, there was that one. Yeah. You know what they did? They set it up backwards. Oh. I did the feng shui map backwards and I walked in there and it felt like chaos. Wow. I'd forgotten about that until you mentioned it. Well, and I know one time, I think it was you and I, and of course there's a, there's a lot of different styles, whether it's like, you know, modern, um, colonial, mm -hmm. that there's going to be some that are probably a little bit more feng shui than others. Yes. Um, I always think of like all the decor from the eighties, which was really kind of like hard and glass and brass and yeah. um, a little bit on the gaudy side. I've got to think that that had a lot of um, negative feng shui, but did, yeah. weren't you the one that said to me, didn't I have something behind my desk one time and you said, those are sharp objects. You don't yep. want sharp yep. objects. Yep. Yeah. And it, you can't have things that are pointed or like almost like arrow like behind yeah, you. Exactly. Because it's like stabbing you in the back. Right. And I, at the time I remember thinking to myself, wow, that's like really like, okay. Like now I'm going to be thinking about all the time what I have behind me. <laughs> and you also told me that it, um, like behind the, the bed that was in the corner, you said, mm -hmm. well, put, put your crystals and stuff there. And I did that. And it definitely like that, like, like immediately gave it a peaceful feel. Yeah, that helps so much. I have crystals because we have um, a sleigh bed. So it's, mm -hmm. I can put the, the crystals right in the corners and boy, that does help. And then I don't sleep well. It's like, oh crap. Yep. Sure enough, a crystal fell out or <laughs> it needs to be washed and recharged. Yep. But in my bed, my bedroom is languishing. It's been, <laughs> I need to work on that. And I've been, I can feel that I need to, but it's with my schedule with, 
my taking care of my mom and kids mm -hmm. stuff works work stuff um sometimes i get dressed and i don't get back up into my room until i'm ready to pass out so right like, yep. go like that but oh absolutely start with your bedroom and when you do that it, it's the, the your bedroom is your space it's representative of you and mm -hmm. that's that your, your bedroom should be like not even your temple but your sacred place where you can just completely just ah, decompress and if it's you walk in there and it's dusty and i have a lot of dust on mine right now um you and you just clutter and stuff you don't need it, you, that needs to go yep it needs to go and if you need help with that just watch watch uh marie kondo on netflix i think she's still on there i, I think she's called tidying up with marie kondo in that um i like to watch other people going through it before i go through it it makes it easier so the elements of earth wind fire yes. and water mm -hmm. are all a part of that what are some examples if somebody wants to add in their home or their apartment maybe they live in new york city and they live in in a, a you know a small apartment um what so, are some of the things that people can do that are like you know kind of on a low scale well yeah i mean with, with the with the earth you definitely want here let me go back to my earth um in the center if you're going to have one of those cute little zen gardens that's a great way to have earth mm. Um, or even just a plant with some nice soil in it, center of your apartment, center of your space. That's really good with that earthy feel. Now, the back, against when you're standing at your front door, back center, that's where you want your fire. Have a candle, have anything pointed. Uh, that's a wonderful spot to burn red candles. The front, And probably incense. Incense, uh, anything with a fire. Okay. Anything hot. And when you first walk in, that's that's water that's glass so mm -hmm. think, um that's black we have the fish tank and i'm actually going to change out the gravel and get a like glass black glass gravel to go in the bottom smooth of course the mirror's over the, the water's flowing in but if, if you want a fountain by your front door make sure it flows in and they have wonderful little fountains that you can plug in with black rocks and the water just trickles down um the incense, that's a great one where you have the cones and they have the- Yes, I love that. That's great. And you're, you're, I think everybody's getting that this year for Christmas. Yeah, I, I think those. so too. <laughs> but with wind, that is an important part of every section of your house because that activates it. And that's where the incense comes in. Okay. Um, like a fan, like a fan or anything like that too. That oh, has yeah, like yeah. open up the windows, turn on, turn on the ceiling fan, move the energy through as much as possible. You have anything sharp? Just hang something like a, a silk scarf or something, a tablecloth over it, a sharp edge, because sharp edges, sharp corners catch things. Right. I think if you're walking by like a, a sharp corner with a nice uh, sweater around with big loops, you're going to catch yourself on that. You don't want that. A corner, oh, that's where the dog hair is, the dust bunnies. You know, clean that out. And that's when you're smudging, smudge those corners. Yep. Amazing, amazing suggestions. Um, Michelle, this is a this is another uh, part of what you do that you offer yeah. to your clients. I do. Um, and, and how do our listeners um, reach out to you uh, for your services? <laughs> they can absolutely contact me on Facebook. 
Messenger, and that's Michelle Lyons Polito. Um, they can contact me via email, and that's mlyons.pm at gmail.com. And you can, you know, contact me through our uh, <clears throat> our Facebook page, Messenger, as well. And uh, I do, I'm not a, a certified feng shui practitioner. I would like to become one one of these days. I do clearing work and I add the feng shui to that. So excellent, excellent. And you, do you have any upcoming events? I do, and I'm prepared this time, unlike all. Okay. Other Let me grab my book with the dog knocked to the floor. I've got quite a few stuff, things coming up. Uh, for the bagpiper fans, um, this Saturday is the Albany St. Patrick's Day Parade. We are right up in Division One, and my good, good friend Kathleen Stevens is the the, the marshal, grand marshal this year. So way to go, Wonderful. Kathleen. She was uh, like one of the first female pipers in the area. So we're celebrating Kathleen. Um, nice. 18th in Montgomery, New York is St. Patrick's Day Ramble. It's just a drunken festival of fun. They shut down a small town and it's the most fun you can have. Um, on April 1st, I um, there's a psychic fair at Crystal Reiki out in Amsterdam. Oh, on April 16th, uh, out at Barb Nesnex, Willow Tree Wisdom, I'm teaching dowsing level one at one o'clock in the afternoon. At 11 o'clock, same time, same place out at Barb's, our, our good friend Tom Kearns has a spiritualist church service. Nice. So, first Tom, then me. And then on the 22nd of April, the Century Club Psychic Fair returns for its spring psychic fair. And maybe we'll wonderful on their podcast. <laughs> Nice, nice. And then the 29th, one more thing. Oh, actually, two more things. Uh, Crystal Reiki, I'm doing pendulum dowsing one and two on the on the same day. That's April 29th, Crystal Reiki. And then at Barb's again, May 20th, dowsing level two. And that's how to find lost objects, the, the level two, and how to clear. I teach clearing. So you can beautiful. Beautiful. You've got a lot going on. So um, better clean up your house so you can get out. <laughs> this weekend. I'm doing it this week. Well, no, I've got the uh, Yeah, right. Right. Dee, do you have anything coming up that you want to share with our listeners? Uh, on Sunday the 12th, I'm actually DJing the uh, the St. Baldrick's event that's happening at Ink and Ivy House of Beauty. Yay. Uh, Yay. Awesome, awesome fundraiser if you want to just come out and have a good time and some laughs and it's not exactly, you know, it's, the, the cause itself is not a fun thing to celebrate. Obviously, it's not a celebration, but with me DJing and stuff, we're going to have some fun and uh, raise some money for childhood cancer. Um, other than that, if you need a DJ for any kind of event, it doesn't matter what it is, Sweet 16. Uh, we have birthday season coming up. we got wedding season coming up. We have graduation season coming up. Um, it's dscottradio at yahoo.com is the email. You can reach out to me there, uh, and I will gladly uh dj your event other he's than amazing that, he's amazing okay. everyone well, thank you thank you um, he is amazing that, i i get to dj the block parties for the albany empire this year which i'm looking forward to again uh especially cool. with the new minority owner in antonio brown and touchdown eddie brown is back and it, nice. it should be a very good season regardless of what people think of antonio brown it's a big name to be bringing into albany so uh, looking forward to that. And other than that, like I said, email me if you need a DJ. Wonderful. And to our listeners, uh, just a reminder, we do have another contest going on. We love your suggestions. I'll keep sharing it. Please send us your suggestions and we'll put your name in uh, for a reading with me. 
And um, yeah, we love to hear from you. And that's running for a while. So um, please get on that. And um, for myself, I currently have a class, uh, Psychic Development 2 going on, but we will be posting and doing more classes. So please keep an eye out for that. And I do have a show coming up at Vapor. Um, and that has not, the tickets have not been launched yet, but just keep an eye out. They'll be coming up and, and hopefully sell out quickly for that. And then next year is the trip to, um, the, or next fall, I should say, is the trip to Scotland. And we're already in the works for planning the next trip in 2024. In October, we are going to Italy. <gasps> yes. And we may even be visiting with some of um, Jimmy Pigliavento's family. That's while we're over there cool. so um i guess there's a cave where his like great grandfather was born and it actually is carved in the top of the cave um Piglievento. you're kidding me what town yeah. you know what section he's from i you know what i know i've been told and i'm sorry i don't um he said it the other night and no, i can't remember it's okay. uh, shame shame on me um thanks for putting me on the spot like that and making me look <laughs> I just know oh. the husband's from Reggio because I hear it nonstop. Reggio, Reggio. No, that's not what that's not that one, but he he had said where where it was, so I'll have to I'll have to make sure. So that's everybody keep an eye out for that. Continue to like us, share us, subscribe, and um you know, message us anytime um how you like the show and, and what's going on. So thank you again. Great show, Michelle. Appreciate oh, it. Thank no you, problem. D Scott, as always. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Everybody stay healthy and stay blessed. Bye.